word of the Ethiopian ball spread out to the rebels. What I mean to say is the rebels against the crown, not the Confederate rebels that came along later on. Outside Charleston, way deep into a cypress swamp close by the coast, was a small rebel hut hidden behind some bushes and palm trees. A sentry stood outside in a blue uniform with shiny buttons on the broad mustard brown lapels and cuffs. Inside hanging on the wall was a don't tread on me flag and a portrait of George Washington. A way too thin, worn out rebel captain named Danforth, looking a whole lot rougher than the sentry in his buckskin shirt and collar, was about to meet up with Gerald. <sighs> Rubbish! Nonsense! Freedom, freedom, lots of talk. Freedom is no easy walk. Can't be hustled, can't be bought. Only a few can make it work. Cultured, nurtured carefully, only the brave deserve to be free. Rabble rousing stirs the pot, has to settle down a lot. Being sold and never free, that's the world as it must be. Talk of truth and liberty, that's for others, not for me. Good grief, what is this? Colonel Pettibone and his manservant. In walked Gerald with Colonel Pettibone, a big, beefy man in a Continental Army uniform. But Gerald wasn't wearing his red coat or using his real name. Instead, he was dressed up sleek and fancy-like, in black and white, like a valet. And those rebel men were calling him Leonidas. Colonel Pettibone? At ease, Captain Danforth. Forget the chatter of our being free It's a great opportunity To listen in on the lobster backs Seek out the crannies and the cracks Pray, have a seat then Orderly! Orderly, these men are thirsty As I said, no need for formalities, my good captain I believe you know Leonidas We are indeed acquainted Leonidas has a little story to tell. Indeed, sir. Well, those are the best of tidings. But by the way, have you seen this? Why, damn me, sir. It does appear we're plowing in the same furrow. Just so happens that this is the very matter of which Leonidas here and I have come to apprise you. To the gods or goddesses of chance, or whomever it may be that dispenses favorable coincidence. All right then, time is precious. Leonidas, pray tell us what you have seen and heard. Whilst in Charleston on my master's business, I learned that this Ethiopian ball affair, and it came to my mind that it offers a unique chance to... Put paid to a covey of British peacocks in full finery? A worthy fantasy, my fine fellow, but well out of our reach. 
My people tell me that the part of the city wherein the ball will be held is well encircled by stout rings of British protection, and that will be all the more so on this occasion, I'm quite sure. Well, that's Pike Staff Plain, my boy. That's why we came to chat with General Horace, Chief Spymaster. Information, not blood's our game, don't you see? Pray allow Leonidas to lay forth his cards. Of course, Colonel. Please proceed. It's simple enough, good Captain. The ladies will be hostesses, so to speak, include some of keen wit who will be listening to the myriad of the fine fellow's chatter while under the influence of strong waters. A very small inducement on your part will yield a rich bounty of information. Trust me, good sirs, I have discussed this most discreetly with those who might do you some service in this matter. An interesting prospect, to be sure, but how large an inducement? And from whose coffers? Rest easy, Captain. Two hundred pounds should uh, do the job. Half from my funds, half from yours. And needless to say, half in advance, our usual terms. But I must protest most earnestly, Colonel. If I may say so, sir, that's cut in the same size piece from very different pies. Ah, well, I do understand. Spymaster's parsimony has been legendary since ancient times. I dare say one could find examples of it in Scripture beyond the thirty pieces of silver. But aside from all that, one should bear in mind that uh, whenever one gains through thrift, one may risk losing certain advantages by scrimping. Not the least of those are honors, promotions, and uh, preference of assignment. Of course, Colonel. I do understand. One must naturally, ultimately yield to the superior logic and higher wisdom. But I've heard reports that the Provost Marshal... A man of most firm and resolute character is dead set against this fete. I, too, have heard such rumors, and I do hope that we will endeavor to prevent him from exercising any inclinations to suppress honest and lively enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs>